Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Are they mocking us? Seriously, are they mocking us? My gut tells me yes. The Department of Homeland Security, which shockingly last week admitted in an open letter to Congress that they use social media to censor you and that Congress should maintain monopoly control of social media so they can continue to censor you. That was jaw-dropping enough, but that was just last week. This week, Department of Homeland Security announces... They're launching a new disinformation governance board to tackle misinformation in minority communities and everywhere else. And this is the part where I think they're mocking us. They announced that Nina Jankowicz, a Russian disinformation expert, will head up the new board. What is her experience? Assuring everybody on behalf of the Biden campaign that Hunter's laptop was Russian disinformation. See, she's smarter than you are. She went to Georgetown, where she got a degree in Russia. So she can tell by looking at just a picture of the laptop, whether it came from Trump, Russia, Trump and Russia, or Hunter. And this is what she told the New York Daily News in October of 2020. Quote, we should view Hunter Biden's laptop as a Trump campaign product. This is who will be censoring you. This lying misinformer who Team Biden chose to lead their Ministry of Truth disinformation board to police misinformers, that's anybody who would counter the Democrat Party on social media. Again, seriously, are they mocking us? In tweet after tweet during the 2020 election, she assured everyone, given you know that she had experience in Russia and Ukraine for the federal government, various diplomatic agencies that no, this was absolutely not really Hunter's laptop. Was she embarrassed by that? Oh, heck no. Last week, she did an interview with NPR explaining that, quote, Twitter is the best example of a platform moving in the right direction in this context in the 2020 elections. In other words, the fact that Twitter lied, and she did too, about the provenance of Hunter's laptop and then banned anybody who wanted to talk about it, including the New York Post, was exactly how we should handle things. She even put out a tweet saying, where'd the laptop come from? She called it the laptop from hell. Quote, Russia, 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 unquote. Here's a tweet from this loon a couple days ago. 
She's talking about what she said in her NPR interview. Quote, I shudder to think about if free speech absolutists were taking over more platforms, what that would look like for the marginalized communities, which are really shouldering disproportionate amounts of this, this abuse. Abuse? You mean like where they hear the truth about where Hunter's laptop came from? You mean like that? Media critic Joe Concha nailed this on Fox News this morning. This is the type of stuff that the North Korean government would invent or or the, the old Soviet Union would invent. Like, Who is to be the arbiter of something like this when they obviously represent one ideology, one political organization? And, and that disinformation board should look into DHS Secretary Mayorkas. Yesterday actually testified that he thinks uh, that the administration is doing a good job at the border or when Jen Psaki says that, oh, no, it's actually the Trump administration's fault for everything you're seeing at the border because this is what we inherited. Uh, that's disinformation. So if this is the administration in charge of it, uh, I, I, no one's going to take it seriously because no one really trusts this administration anymore if you look at poll after poll after poll. Okay, but what is this board really? Those of you who listen to this podcast know exactly what it is. Let's think about it. Launched by the Department of Homeland Security this week. What did they do last week? Well, the former head, Jay Johnson, signed a letter with the two former heads of the CIA. I can't, I can't repeat this enough times. This is one of the biggest stories of the year. Our side has got to get this down. Wrote a letter to Congress, along with two former heads of the CIA, the former defense secretary, and the former head of the NSA, admitting they spy on us using social media. And yeah, they use social media to censor us. They've got a partnership to do that and begging Congress to make sure that social media remained in the current hands it's in, in monopoly control, so they could go on censoring us. Well, they're in a cold panic. If you listen to the podcast last week, they're losing their power because Elon Musk has taken over. But here's why this new Orwellian board is actually a sign of total desperation. Remember what's breaking right now as they're losing their ability to censor information on Twitter. And what do they desperately need to censor right now? The news of how they stole the election is breaking in Georgia. And they've got no way to counter it on Twitter right now. For details, check out yesterday's podcast on how they stole the election. We've got data. We've got receipts. And in Georgia, we got subpoenas for all the data as part of their official vote fraud investigation. And who got a court of law to allow those subpoenas? Brad Raffensperger. The guy that the media told us we had to believe anything he said about the election, remember? Because he used to criticize Trump, say it didn't happen, wasn't stolen. Yeah, he's full-blown investigating the data that True the Vote came up with, showing that 2,000 mules stuffed 4.8 million ballots into ballot boxes illegally across the swing states for Joe Biden. Normally, this wouldn't be that big of a problem for them even with actual legal subpoenas granted by a court of law and a full-blown investigation going in Georgia because they could just black it out, call anybody who reported it a mission former, slinging Russian propaganda, and if that didn't work, simply cancel them right off social media. After all, if we were to figure out how they stole the last election, they might not be able to steal the one coming up in the fall. Again, for details, check out yesterday's podcast. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast anyway longtime listeners this podcast have always known this was coming aoc announced back in january of 2021 that congress was going to form a commission to quote rein in unquote the media specifically social media after the capitol riots and that it would be an investigative committee and a truth and reconciliation committee. Yeah, that's right out of a Stalinist regime. So we've always known this was coming. And I think that they ramped up their plans to do it faster than they had planned, given what happened with Elon Musk. They have to have a way, even some way, to counter what's out there right now. And they got another problem, too. All this stuff is breaking on Hunter. Joe Biden said, I never talked to my son's business partner. Well, then it turns out the business partner visited with him and other people at the White House 19 times. He also said he didn't know anything about the billion-dollar deal that his son got from China. You know, when his son flew over there on Air Force Two and they flew back together, totally never came up. Except we have a problem right now. See, it turns out that Joe helped pay the legal fees for that deal. $5.2 million. I guess we're supposed to believe that Hunter said, hey, Dad, I need $5.2 million. And Joe said, sure, son, and didn't ask what it was for. Again, all this could be fixed if they had control of Twitter. This puts the other social media outlets in a bind, too. Because if Facebook censors, then they need their competition to censor, too. And if Twitter isn't censoring, eventually, it's going to push Facebook and Instagram in the other direction. Or people simply won't use those. It'll be blatantly apparent what you can't say because you can see it on Twitter. Trust me, there are panic sessions going right now in the Democrat Party. Finally, listeners of this podcast know what this is if they paid attention to what just happened in Europe and what happened last week, again, with Barack Obama giving that panic disinformation speech. That was in part because of the party stealing the election. Again, they know those subpoenas are out. They know it's only a matter of time, especially with information now flowing freely on Twitter, that the world learns of the ballot fraud 
investigation and how devastating the proof we have actually is. But remember what happened last week. Barack Obama proposed a system of censorship of social media where two things would happen. The bureaucrats doing it would decide what hate speech and misinformation was. They'd be given the algorithms and they could fiddle with them to make sure misinformers were properly censored. That was last week. It's what he proposed. It's also exactly what Europe rolled out last week. Huh, the timing. What odds? Yeah, because it's the same system. Last week, the DSA, remember, passed in Europe. It'll build a virtual iron curtain around Europe where if censorship is not done at a more extreme level than Twitter is even seeing now, as EU commissioners explained in the Financial Times two days ago, it won't be allowed to operate. So if Twitter doesn't go above and beyond where it is right now, censoring anything the left doesn't want you to say, it'll be banned in Europe, unable to operate. And the European people, prisoners in their own countries, won't be able to see it. In other words, you can forget having Twitter or Gab or Getter or any of those in Europe if the censors don't get exactly what Obama proposed on this side of the pond. That is, and I mean, folks, it's the identical system. They're implementing it worldwide. And that is control over the algorithms to make sure every get, everybody gets properly censored and control over what misinformation is, what disinformation is, and what hate speech is. So this is two-pronged. This is an international system of totalitarian control. And this committee that they just announced was always going to be part of it. That's been out there for a long time. But they're having to move the date up because they're in a real panic. A poster to Twitter the other day said that if Elon Musk truly keeps Twitter free for speech, he'll have done more than every elected Republican of the last 20 years combined. I thought about that, and I agree. This is going to be a true information war. And if Kevin McCarthy, the minority leader right now, who'll be the majority leader if we win the election in the fall, if Republicans take back the House, has to go. We don't have time for him to serve. That's because, as Tucker Carlson just pointed out, we just busted him talking about which Republicans should be censored, which Republicans should lose their Twitter accounts. See, it's not apparently just the Democrats who have a straight line to get people they don't like censored to these social media titans. That's the GOP, too. This is why they've been able to do it. Here's the clip from McCarthy, who was recorded secretly while plotting to censor GOP elected congressman he disagrees with. In another recording, Kevin McCarthy suggests that Twitter should continue to censor Republicans, pull them off the Internet. Now, he made that remark in a response to a tweet he didn't like from Alabama Republican Congressman Barry Moore, who was justifiably outraged by the death of Ashley Babbitt. Listen. He tweeted at Marjorie Green and at Nayroll, I understand it was a black police officer that shot the white female veteran. You know, that doesn't fit the narrative. Oh, oh, man. This is what we're, we have to confront with this. Can't they take their Twitter accounts away, too? Well, actually, that claim turned out to be completely true, but truth is no defense. If you irritate the New York Times, Kevin McCarthy would like you pulled off the internet. This is the leader of Republicans in the House. Yep, we're going to lose our free speech rights if we have Kevin McCarthy as our leader. We don't have time for him to pretend he's 
fighting censorship while leading the charge for it against his own voters. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.